Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Call Your Answer. I'm your host, Mia Watkins. Thanks for being joining us tonight. Tonight, my guest will be Mark Cunningham. He's the director and creator of How Men Become Dogs. Looking forward to speaking with him. He's going to be on with us in just a moment. Before we get to that, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure you guys are following me on my Facebook page, The Call Your Answer. Also, I have an Instagram page. It's called Ask the Call Your Answer. I will keep you updated on all of our guests, what they're doing, some events, some events they're having as well. Make sure you keep keep up to date and go to come to our blog site, wtblogtalkradio.com slash the call your answer. Make sure you follow. We're gonna Mark is just joining us right now. Hi Mark, are you there? I am here. Hi, thanks for joining us. How are you this evening? Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Just um, I was just you know looking looking at some of your stuff. So oh really? What I like to do, yeah, I was looking at some of your stuff and how to become a how how men become dogs. Some funny stuff there. I can't wait to get into <laughs> it a little more. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited um, to get into that. So what I like to do on this show is I kind of give people a little background of how we know each other and then kind of just get right into you and your calling and what you do and how 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 men became dogs as part of your calling and then just go from there, okay? Sounds good. So a little background on Mark and I. Me and Mark go to the same church, uh, One Church International. And we kind of, we, we used to see each other a lot, but like, I mean, I don't really like, we didn't, we weren't, like, cool. We didn't talk, like, every single day, but we had common friends. And one day, I happened to ask him about what he did, and he said he had a web series called How Men Become Dogs, which I thought was hilarious. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, for real? <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, I started looking up, and it's really popular. It's on it's, it's on the Easter Ray channel as well as it's sponsored by Easter Ray a little bit, or what's going on with that? Yeah, it's on the Easter Ray channel. Okay. Ooh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I I was just uh, did you you asked me to expand on that or did you just ask me to do it? Oh no no no. I was, just, I was just saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. um, I looked it up. I looked up his stuff, and it was pretty hilarious. And you know, some of it is really so. Mhm. I'm glad you <laughs> agree and think so. <laughs> so Mark, um. Give us a little bit of, tell us a little bit about Mark Cunningham. Who are you? What are you doing or where are you from? Uh, well, I am uh, Mark Cunningham. I'm from uh, Toledo, Ohio. Um, okay. I've been out in California now for, it'll be four years on the 16th, actually. So I'm wow. celebrating that. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Um, but I am a, uh, I don't know, I, I, would, I guess I would call myself just a, um, I don't know a, a modern artist, an entertainer. Um, I like to write books. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I like to go on adventures. So uh, I haven't found a word to sum all those things up yet. But when I do, I promise I'm going. You're going to be the first person I let know. But for now, I'm just an, an artist you. that likes to do business savvy type of things. Let's just say oh. that. Okay, I like that business savvy type of things. Like 
Yeah. Well, you know, so would you kind of be called a renaissance man, like, you know, a little bit like a little love Jones type of man or what, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess you could say renaissance. Um, But the thing is, is I really – I don't really consider myself like a, you know, a jack of all trades uh, Mm -hmm. just because, um, you know, a lot of the times the jack of all trades is, you know, uh, what's the saying? Like you're, uh, you do a lot of things, you're not a master in, in, you know, each one of them, but I'm I'm really trying to, you know, kind of debunk that stereotype because, you know, everything that I put my heart into, you know, I'm trying to master it. And, you know, sometimes I feel like it it takes me a little longer to get certain things done because I'm all over the place, but Mm -hmm, I love it. And, you know, mm -hmm. it's what makes me me. And it's it's what I like to do. It's what keeps me going. Just always having something different to work on. That way, when I get bored with something, I got something else to look forward to. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. And that's great that it brings us into what I actually want to ask you. So this show is called The Call Your Answer. What it's about is everyday people that had a calling and they answered Mm -hmm. it by doing things that has impacted people's lives. And what I like to talk about is kind of hearing about, like, what's your calling and how did what you're doing now play into that, tie into your calling? Right, right. Um, Well, I feel like my calling is, um, I, I just kind of found this out, but I feel like my calling is to motivate and entertain the masses. Um, and, you know, it's a, a lot of different, you know, ways to do that. Uh, but, like, right now, I think um, what I'm really doing to really, um, you know, live that calling is just, you know, continuing to create content. And um, aside from the content, it's, uh, for me, it's really about, uh, you know, creating stuff, um, you know, that, that's inspiring to people and, you know, uh, attempting to open people's eyes to see things in a new light, yeah. um, in a new direction that, you know, kind of challenges what they – may already think about a subject, but just to really get the mind working and the mind flowing and always having something, you know, positive to say to people and, you know, just keeping smiles on people's faces. Oh, I love that answer. It's such a great answer because the the tagline for this show is called Be Inspired, Be the Inspiration. And basically what you just said was all of that. Like you were inspired to do stuff because you were called to do it and you want to inspire other people and bringing content and bring it to the masses in ways on topics that might be taboo or people don't want to talk about, like, we'll get into it in a little bit, like your your show, How Many Comes Out. People don't right, get right. like to hear about that. <laughs> right. You know, I was watching some of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's so true. I think women do do that. That's terrible. You know what I mean? Like, I, right. you know, it's hard to, like, look at yourself and be like, dang, I, I may do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> so... So now that we have your calling, now tell us a little bit about how men become dogs. How did that come to Oh, me? man. Um, well, how men become dogs became, uh, it started off with uh, me and one of my buddies that I actually went to college with, uh, Corey, who plays the character of Mario in the show. Um, we were kind of sitting in the car out here in California. Like, this, we did this. This happened almost three years ago. And we were sitting oh. in the car, and um, we were just talking about, like, relationship stuff and uh I believe one of our friends, one of our female friends were was kinda like venting to us and we were kind of just mutually discussing it. And then I asked him, I was like, yo, why do women think like we don't have these type of problems? Like they're always the one that's you know, are are the victims and men are never the victims. Like we never get played. Yeah. And we both kinda started going back and forth about uh about women that we had talked to in the past that had kinda played us. <laughs> And so I was like, yo, man, it needs <laughs> yeah. to be like, we need we need to create something that, that shows, you know, this type of things, these type of things happen to men. Like, you know, we're not just the ones always going out cheating and breaking women's hearts. 
and you know, a lot of times it happens to us. So, um, so uh, you know, we got all excited about it, and you know, we kept it in mind. And then about a week later is uh, when we all kind of met together with the rest of the cast. Uh, Bashir, who plays mm-hmm. Hamlin, he's a lot. He's a couple of years older than uh, most of the cast members, but he has like a lot more wisdom and just knowledge. So he encouraged us all to go and uh, you know create different shows that we were going to shoot. We were going to shoot one of them, so we all went back and kind of um, you know came up with our own separate ideas or whatever. And then uh, when we came back to pitch the ideas, I came up with the concept of uh, how men become dogs, and that's the one that everyone kind of like you know felt like, yeah, let's shoot this, let's do this. And so about a month or two, about a month later, we uh, shot it. It was originally just um, supposed to be a short film that we were going to create. And then uh, Mm -hmm. we shot it. um, We entered it into a couple of uh, film competitions, and we had a screening. And at the screening, that's when we met uh, Yvette Ford, who was the executive producer on there. And um, she has a background in television. Um, She's also a writer. And uh, after the show, she, uh, you know, expressed interest, uh, let us know that she liked it. And um, we had a meeting with her, and she actually saw it as more like, um, you know, something serial that could, you know, go on and be like more uh, more episodes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was actually her idea to, you know, to continue it as a web series. Um, so we, we met with her for a few months um, on an ongoing basis, and then we began shooting again, like, in, in January. And then after we mm-hmm. shot the second episode, that's kind of when uh, Issa Rae and her uh, producing partner, Anoni Tego, came along and um, wanted to do a collaboration deal. So that's pretty much how all of that whole little shebang happened, the big boom. <laughs> and the rest is sort of like history. You know what I really yeah, like yeah. about I really what I really like about your your show and what you guys are doing is like it's going back to what you said. Issues that we all address but don't talk about. Women don't mm-hmm. realize that men have these issues. Like we know they do, but we never see it. And then I love right. how on the show it's really in, it's kind of it's in a it's in a funny manner but it's serious. Like I was just watching right. one of the um one of the I think it was the original the first one it was I think it was the the birth of a dog where the oh, guy yeah, invited his girlfriend <laughs> that's a picnic and she's like why did you do a picnic <laughs> you know and you know I think um I think what's so great about it is that it's it's giving women something to look at and be like you know what maybe we do do that you know. Right. Because we don't have these conversations. So what I think was great about the show, aside from that's funny, right. it's entertaining, is that it's got these table topics that we can be like, okay, y'all, let's discuss this. Like, why is it an issue? Why is it a problem? And I really, really appreciate about that, about the show. Right. Is yeah, there, so the funny thing... Is there, like... Go ahead. I was going to say, the funny thing is, is actually, like, once we kind of, like, released the episode, the first one, um, you know, like, uh-huh. with the picnic scene and stuff, we actually... Um, we actually, like, women would actually watch it, and they would be like, uh, oh, well, this doesn't happen. You know, so, like, it was a, a, a consistent statement from women, like, this doesn't happen. So I'm sitting here, like, looking like, uh, wow, this is crazy. Like, women are really oblivious to the fact that, you know, they do have a, you know, they do contribute to the to the psyche and to the actions of men, mm-hmm, you know, just as mm-hmm, we do to the mm-hmm, contribute mm-hmm. to the psyche and the action of women. But a lot of them are just kind of like, you know, they just weren't saying it that way. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If we, you know, but it takes stuff like this for us to really see it, though. Like, no woman, no woman wants to know, like, I chose, you know, the dude on block over this guy that brought me a picnic. Like, no woman right. wants to hear that. You know what I mean? And maybe right. it is kind of going to an extreme. But, I mean, I can say that sometimes I've, like, dated guys and they're like, he's too soft. Like, he, I need him to be a little more of a man. You know what I mean? And right, so, right. I don't, Absolutely. 
<laughs> so I do I do appreciate I that about the show. Now, right. So the show is going really well. Now you guys got mm-hmm. the following. You guys are you guys went to another season, right? You have another season. Uh, we're in uh, the production. We're we're actually in the pre-production stages of uh, the second season. It's it's kind of dragging, but it's, it'll be coming along. Yeah, it'll be coming okay. along. Well, so tell me about like some challenges that you face uh, and, and your your cast and your production team as well. But mostly, like, mm-hmm. tell me what are some challenges that you face while creating this that made you want to give up? But then you tell me a little bit about it. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, for me. It was the the challenges were were never anything that really manifested physically. It was always kind of mental stuff. Um, for one, I I had a I had an issue with with opening up about this subject because I felt like it was you know kind of um, a topic that wasn't really talked about. I didn't want to be the guy with the brand that's like, oh, you know, well something bad must have happened to him, and now he wants to go out and. You know, um, mm. you know, talk bad about women because he went through something. Because that that was yeah. never the case. But that was kind of something that you know, like even in the writing, you know, process when we were writing the episodes, that kind of, you know, was something that I kind of had a, a big issue, a conflict with that I never really shared to anyone. But um, I would say for me, it was just like opening up and being completely honest, being completely vulnerable, and you know, just yeah. opening um, up the doors to to receive the criticism or the, the feedback, or, you know, have people question me personally, uh, that, for me, that was the biggest hurdle that I had to do. I guess, like, mm-hmm. um, as far as physical things, it, everyone was really cooperative. No one really, everyone believed in the story. They all, like, you know, saw it as something that was different and something that they felt needed to be told. So uh, the cooperation was, was amazing. Everyone, we just kind of worked together, you know, just utilized all our resources, and we, you know, came together for 10 episodes and, you know, made that happen. Nice. Well, was it in the process, like, with the mental things that you were going on, like being afraid to be vulnerable and talk about, mm-hmm. you know, issues that we don't discuss very often, was there ever a time right. that you were kind of like, you know, I'm good, I'm not going to do it, even though you knew this is something that God placed on your heart, that was something that you were called to do, was there ever a time where you were just sort of like, you know what, I'm good, maybe I won't do it now, or maybe I'll wait later on, was there ever a time right. like that? Um. Yeah, it it was. Um, I would probably have to say, uh, just kind of like um, after you know after this after you know it had, it it kind of began uh, the project began to gain a little bit of attention. At that point, like everything kind of happened so yeah. fast, where I was just like, uh, you know, well, okay, now we have this here. So now, um, like after the first episode, uh, we had received so much feedback from. Yeah. Um, you know, women, because, you know, the majority of uh, Easter Ray's audiences are, are uh, females. So they had a lot yeah. to say about, uh, you know, the content. So that's actually how one of the shows that we created uh, did, uh, How Many Become Dogs Decoded, where we kind of break down the episode, got started just because we wanted to just address the audience. But at that point, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I was like, where that fear, you know, actually happened for the first time. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe I should step back or, you know, just let somebody else yeah. write the series and just kind of. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this is my name is attached to it, and I don't want to, yeah. you know, be known as this dude that that just you know tells men to go out and be dogs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I guess I was I was really being a people pleaser. So uh, I think at that at that moment, once it was like once it kind of hit the press or whatever, and you know it, the idea was fresh out there, that's when I kind of got cold feet. Mm. 
And then what what made you keep going? Why did you keep doing it when you had the cold feet or you had that fear? What made you keep going? Um, actually, after the first episode, uh, it was crazy how many guys actually came up to me. And, I, I you know, at first it was, uh, you know, good good stuff on the show, man. You know, I recognize you from the show or, you know, like I like the show, keep going. But it was like after the, the brief, um, you know, the brief uh, acknowledgement about the the show, it would get deeper. You know, they would vent, begin to vent mm-hmm. to me about, yeah, you know, I just kind of came out of something with this girl and, you know, she was acting all crazy, man. And then I started being, you know, <laughs> started being a butthole and, you know, she started like respecting me then. <laughs> And so when once I began to hear kind of like that dialogue, that's kind of why I was like, well, maybe I do have something here. Maybe I do need to, yeah. be, you know, continue to be vulnerable and continue to be honest and not turn this into a show that, you know, makes men the bad guys and makes women the, 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 the strong woman that has to endure. Mm. I was like, no, I need to stay true to what my original voice was telling me to do. So yeah, after I heard, because, you know, mm. men, we don't really just open up about stuff like that. Like, you've got to beat yeah. stuff out of us. You've got to get like, anything out of y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But once that <laughs> once that type of feedback began to come in from the man, that's when I knew I had to, you know, I had to keep going because now I was actually representing the voice of of other men out there who, who who probably weren't comfortable, you know, admitting they had been through a couple of bumps in the roads with the, you know, yeah. different women and stuff. So yeah. You know that actually that's great that you answered that because my next question was going to be why do you think this series is necessary and you pretty much answered it. So you you're kind of speaking up for the men that. Don't don't say it. There's things that they're showing, but don't say it because they're afraid to be considered, you know, rude or you know, or whatever. So oh, yeah. I think that's that's great because we need a voice. And and oftentimes, you know, as a female, I know, especially as a black woman, um, I see it a lot. Is that there's always right. shows with a black woman as a strong female, and she's she's going through it, she's getting through it by herself, and doing that. But there aren't enough shows, web series that really I think dig into black men, you know, the, right. the positive ones that really are trying to be like, hey, I'm trying to do right by you. Like, I really am, <laughs> you know, and I appreciate right. that a lot about the show. I was looking at, a, I was watching one of your episodes just recently. It was, I think you had got a phone number from one of your ex-girlfriend's friends, and the friend was like oh, yeah. trying to rush her friend out of there to go to Trey Song's concert. <laughs> and... You were in the classroom, and you're like, but it's her friend, though. She doesn't want us to, like, talk. You know what I mean? Like, right, and right. so as a guy, I think it's a situation you're in a lot more than women are in. Mm. Um, so I think it's great that you addressed it. And it's right, funny right, because right. stuff like that just happens all the time. Right. So that's awesome. Now, yeah. so tell me about um, what I what – I, I'm going to switch it up a little bit, actually. Why okay. – do you, what would you tell someone that wants to go out and do what you're doing right now? When they, like, say oh, they want to go out and do what you're, what would you tell them right now? Um, man, I would tell them to, um, you know, oh, really you're a little muffled. There oh, you go. I'm sorry. I would, I would, yeah, I'm here. I would, okay. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, I would just tell them to, I know a lot of people say don't do it, but to really, you know, just follow your heart and, um, you know, just be passionate about and true to yourself about who you are and, you know, and be true to your visions because, um, you know, especially in a place like this, what, just the entertainment industry in general, it's like mm-hmm. a standard that everyone has to, you know, live up to 
And I think for a lot of artists, that's kind of like a battle because it's like, well, you live up to the standard, but then where do you have your own your own voice as a creator? And for me, it's uh, it's yeah. really learning to you know trust my gut and trust my instincts and create the type of content that uh, I find um, true to myself. Because I feel like once you do that, that's kind of like where your audience is. Because you know everybody's seen you know certain stories that have been told like millions and millions of times over and over and over. But you might have an idea that you it, it's different, like it hasn't been told yet, or if it has been told, it hasn't been ter- told in the unique way that you want to tell it. So you kind of just brush it off just because you don't see it, you know, being done often. But those are the stories that need to be told so they can, you know, open up, yeah. the, open up the eyes of, uh, you know, different content creators. And um, so, yeah, I, that's, that's what I would say is just, you know, learn to, to, to follow your heart and learn to know yourself and trust your instincts about the, the type of content that you are uh, wanting to create and, you know, always surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. And that's so true, especially in L.A. You're absolutely right. It's really hard to go against Say True to Your Vision. And I really like that. Right. Follow your heart and Say True to Your Vision because your vision, um, and I, I was going to say, I'm sure you heard it too. There was, Pastor Ray said something a very long time ago. You're the only person who mm-hmm. has to get your vision. Just because someone else doesn't get it doesn't mean it's not great. Right. And I Absolutely. really like that. Follow your heart and your vision. And stay true to it. That's so important. Thank you so much for that. I love that. So you followed your heart. You followed your vision. And now we have a few minutes left, right? But what I want to know is that you have a book. You wrote a book, Why Men Become Dogs. Please enlighten us, Mr. Cunningham. Why do men become dogs? Well, um... I don't want to give away too much because, you know, I, I don't want to spoil away from the book. But uh, pretty yeah, much, yeah. you know, it, it just talks about. Yeah, yeah. It talks about uh, the book comes out um, August 26, uh, 2015, which is actually National Dogs Day. So I kind of figured oh, that okay. was cool they didn't release it. You want to talk about what National Dogs Day, which uh, for those who don't know National Dogs Day, what is National Dogs Day? Uh, I don't know what that is. I, National Dogs Day is just an appreciation all over the all over the country for dogs, for women and men okay. who love dogs and have pets. They honor their dogs. All right. But I just thought it would be a cool day just to release it just because of the titles, women love dogs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, I got to drop this book on this date. <laughs> okay. Okay. Man's best friend. So, yeah, it's actually, it's actually a real, a real, you know, it's on the calendar and stuff. It's real. So August 26th comes out on National Dogs Day. Yeah, National Dogs Day. Oh, all right then, all right then. Well, so before we head out, I just want to know a little. So tell us, um, tell us your where can we find you at? Your Instagram, your Facebook, your web series. Where can we find Mara Cunningham? How to become how men become dogs? Oh, um, well, you can find uh, how men become dogs. You can just uh, Google it or YouTube it. Uh, just type in the title, uh, how men become dogs, and you'll see the full 10 episodes um as far as my personal social networks i'm on instagram that's the one i'm on the most uh frequently uh my tag is mark.cunningham at mark.cunningham and on facebook this one's kind of long but it's uh facebook.com slash r entertainment that's a-r-e and then the word entertainment and twitter um it's uh at mark a cunningham which is my middle name, A. So, yeah, Mark A. Cunningham for Twitter. But I'm really on Twitter, but, you know. Okay. 
Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. Lots of fun. I love hearing about how men become dogs and just hearing about your story. Uh, it's so inspiring. And just keep doing what you're doing because we need people to do more of this. And Thank being you the so motivator, being the. Oh, God, absolutely. I'm, I'm uh, honored and blessed. Oh, well, you were a great guest. It was um, a lot of fun. And it was really informative. You said some great things that I think a lot of people don't think about. And I just really love uh, follow your heart and stitch to your vision. And that's definitely going to be my, when I think you do that, so I'm going to think of all the time. And it's so important to do that. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you guys for joining us. This is the, I'm your host, Mia Watkins, the Call Your Answer. Um, please make sure you join us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at www.blogtalkradio.com. I'm on Instagram, the Call Your Answer, also on Facebook. And make sure you come to my Facebook and to the Instagram. I will have updates for all my guests, what's going on. So, Mark, whenever you have anything going on, any events, shoot me an email, and I will post it on our Facebook and our Instagram to make sure everyone stays up on you, okay? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh I thank you so much. All right, I'm your host, Mia, and this is our guest, Mark. Everyone have a great evening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.